So most pastors, they won't talk. So they have to say, bro, come, come, come. Please, let's gather something. We need to meet some needs there. We need to meet some needs there. We need to meet some needs there. So take care of your pastor. Most pastors go hungry. They're new pastors. They go hungry and uh, ask people for money. Hello? But you know, I know churches that are punished pastors. Punished pastors to the extent by the to the extent that pastors are stylishly telling lies. Like one pastor, he came to one church one day, he said, praise the Lord, before we close this service, there's somebody here, he's in need, great need, great need. In fact, if we don't meet that need, that person can die. That person needs about 100,000 now. So please, and the Bible says, we either lend it to the poor, either give it to the poor, lend it unto the Lord, and the Lord will repay him. So I want to tell you, my people, the last money in your pocket. Hello? You're angry. I thought that's why you are running away. <laughs> okay, the last money in your pocket. Bring it, bring it. And people donate. Now when the pastor was going home with the wife, the wife said, who is that person that is in it? He said, of course it's me. And when they don't pay me, I will use ways to collect money. But that should not be done. That's not. We should take care of our pastors. You think about his family. Hello? Don't ever join rebellious group who are planning to rebel against his authority. Don't join them. I said that. Be honest, be truthful, and be transparent to him. If you don't understand anything that he's doing, approach him in the spirit of uh, humility and demand for explanation. Don't ever speak ill of him and his family. Work always for the growth of the church. Prove to him that you are a trustworthy church worker by doing those things that are praiseworthy and uh, truthful. Encourage him by words and by actions. Help him to grow by your own examples. I added those two. Then if you see any leadership or ministry resources that can be of help to him, get it for him as a gift. Did you hear that one? When you are going, you see books, you see all those things that will help us or get for your pastor. New year gift. New year gift. Yes, I Help me read this book, sir. It will be of help to you, sir. It's a way of helping. It's a way of assisting. Give him, give to him consistently out of the abundance that God has uh, given to you. In fact, it's not only when you have abundance. Give to your pastor. Learn to give to your pastor. Especially somebody that is feeding you continually with the word of God. Learn to give to him. Don't wait until you have abundance. Give. Of course, you pay your tithe to the church, but so she to your pastor. There's nothing wrong in it. I once gave something to my pastor. Ah! I learned a big lesson. I learned a big lesson. In fact, by then, I've left this church. I've gone. I've become a pastor. Even I've resigned. I've left. But you know what? One of the lessons you should learn. Don't poo-poo in the pot that you once ate from. Did you hear that one? Even if you are left that church, you are left his ministry. Don't be bad mouthing him. Don't spoil the share that you, they gave you to sit down. So I went back because I didn't do evil. So I went back. I went and greeted him. It was a Saturday, I remember. It was a Saturday, just like today. It was a Saturday. So after I greeted him in the office, I remember I was going. I was growing. Then somebody told me, go and give money to your pastor. He has no money in his hand. When I checked my bag, I remember I have about 2,000 naira. So I went back. When I got back to his office, 
uh, I knocked. When I opened, I saw him and his wife talking. Oh, I said, excuse me, sir. Oh, he said, Brother Francis, I thought you have gone. I said, yes, I have gone, but I need to come back and I need to see you. He said, okay. So I asked mommy to excuse her. So mommy went out and I folded that 500 naira. I gave it to him. I'm telling you a story of around 1994. I gave it to him. He opened his hand. He said, you gave me money. I said, yes, I'm sorry. It's very small, but I need to give it to you. He said, ha! So I will cook soup this weekend. I said, how do you mean, sir? He said, when you knocked the door, my wife was asking me for soup money. And I told her I don't have, but that God will provide. So this is the money that God provides through you. He said, Hey! The God who called me. And when the pastor does that, we just tell you that, uh, He just uttered one statement. I can't tell you that statement because that statement is very costly. Me, I use money to collect it. And you just want to collect it without giving anything. You know, now. He said your hand will never dry. Don't say amen. I'm not praying for you. Your hand will never dry. My brethren, since that time, I noted. Bashiri. Your hand will never dry. Put it at the feet of the apostle. Your hand will never dry. I said it. You know, since then, if the team want to finish, what miracle will happen? Is it continuity today? That was the day I got free from poverty. I just gave him 500 naira. He just said, Ah! The God who called me, your hand will never dry. I'm not saying for you to bring money. This one is a willing giving. Your hand will never dry. Your pocket will never dry. In a miraculous way, God will be providing for you. People will care for you. I said people will care for you. In the name of Jesus. Your hand will never dry. God will meet your need. Uh-huh. More than what you are doing for me, do it for your pastor. And do it for your pastor. And take care of your pastor. And give money to your pastor. Don't wait until he asks. He doesn't need to ask. He doesn't need to ask. Just feel that, ah, pastor, you have been feeding me. You have been ministering to me. Your hand will never dry. Everybody that comes here, Including those who are sitting down. They are resisting the spirit that said they should come. Your hand will never dry. God will bless you. He will lift up your head. Money will answer to you. From the north, from the south, from the west, from the east. Money will answer to you. In the name of Jesus. I thought your amen would be better. Ah, it's the truth. We take care of people that feed us. People that God placed over our life. People, ah, that's Queen Sheba. Who came from the east. We hear the wisdom of Solomon. Okay, let's go back to our plan. Thank you so much. God will reward you abundantly. 
in the name of Jesus. No, number 13. Give to him consistently out of the abundance. Even when you don't have sacrificial, give. And be a good ambassador of the messages he preaches. Registering for conferences and seminars. Did you hear that one? Uh-huh. Registering for conferences and seminars, especially quality conferences, where you will hear things that will help him to grow his church. Can I say this to you? Every person needs assistance to grow church. So sometimes when you see a conference seminar, don't say, I don't want him to know that I went to that seminar. Give it to him. Do your own duty. Daddy, we are registered. You, We are paid for you. This is the book. Oh. Please, Daddy, go there. Go there. You will hear it. All those things you are trying to correct and he won't listen. When he comes, he go hear it by himself. Am I talking to somebody? Yeah, register for conferences and seminars. So those of you that have not collect flyer, go and collect to repent. For the kingdom of God is at home. If he has not been to Bible school, leadership school, and school of ministry, be the one that God will use to sponsor him. Yes. We have school of church go, we have all that. We have school of ministry, we have all that. You can ask Pastor Daniel, you can have register there. You can sponsor your pastor. It's part of your contribution to the growth of God's kingdom. Because sometimes the fees are too much for pastors to pay. So they need somebody that will assist. Hello? Yeah, be a fat church worker, faithful, available, and teachable. Don't ever be an obstacle to his plans and program, even when you seem not to understand. Don't be a tempter or temptress to him. You know, that's, that's something today. There are a lot of people that tempt their pastor. I've seen young men that sleep with pastor missus. And I've seen ladies that gave themselves to pastor. You didn't ask me. No, that's wrong. Always remember daily to cover him in prayer as you pray for yourself. Pray for your pastor. And that's the greatest thing you can give to your pastor. Pray for your pastor. Because most times, pastors are Joshua in the battlefield. If you remember Exodus chapter 17, they are Joshua in the battlefield. They need, more, they need Moses, Aaron, and Hall on the mountain to lift up the hand of the prophet. As you do that, the Lord will bless you. The Lord will reward you. The Lord will lift you up. You will never fall. You will never fail. You will never falter. And when you to answer the call of God, people will support you in Jesus' name. Let me end up with this story and we pray. A young pastor was transferred to a church. And when he arrived, he met the richest man, the richest elder in that church, at the church compound. Now where they transferred him from was about 400 kilometers away. And the policy of the church is that if they transfer you, you arrive on a Saturday, any day you receive your letter, you must arrive on a Saturday, you confess, and the elders will check you up, they will allow you to preach on Sunday. You don't come with your family. They will allow you to preach on Sunday. If they like your preaching and whatever, then they will say, we have accepted you. Go and bring your family. We will house you. You will be our pastor. That's the policy. But because they transferred this young man from 400 kilometers away, and in that village they transfer him from, vehicle go there, transport go there once in a week. If you miss it on Monday, another Monday. And he doesn't have money. So what he did, of his own volition, when he was coming, 
He carried his wife, carried his children, carried his luggage inside a big truck and brought it to church. And he arrived on a Saturday. And they parked the truck there. And he came to the church and he saw the elder. Good evening, sir. How are you, sir? Yes, sir. And the new pastor. This is my letter. So I bring it. He looked at it. Oh, so you are the one. Say yes, sir. One small thing like that. <laughs> so you are the one. He said, yes, sir. So, okay. Okay. As normal, you know the rule. Tomorrow, I allow you to preach. We'll check you out very well. Then we can ask you to go and bring your wife and your children. I say, sorry, sir. Uh, they are already here. Why? He says, I'm coming from 400 kilometers away. Before he can finish that statement, the elder just rolled his hand and gave him a dirty slap. Bah! Sir, you slap me, say yes, and I will slap you again. Don't you know the rule? How can you bring your wife and your children when we have not even approved you? He says, sir, that's what I want to explain. Then I explain my foot. I'm the richest elder in this church. I build this building. Anything I say here is final. I snap you if, you, if it's not hot enough, I'll add another one. The young man said, Oh, sir. That's a hot one. He said, Yes. You deserve it. Young man, you deserve it. The, young, the pastor just said, Yes, I won't curse you. I don't need to curse you. I don't curse people. But the only thing I will say, that God who called me may call you. And the seed you see, may you reap the harvest. He says it's a lie. God cannot call me. I'm already working for God. I build churches. I donate money. So, young man, anyway, let's come tomorrow and let's see what you preach. Huh? So, the young man, and he finished it. The young man came, preached the second day. He loved his message. He passes the church after some time. Two years later, God went to that elder and said, I need you to work for me full time. Oh, I said, no, I'm already working for you. I said, I need you full time. Yeah, you are doing part time. I appreciate you. Build church, you do all that. But I need you full time. He said, no, Lord, I can't do full time. I'm already okay. God said, if you don't answer me, I'll kill you for the next 10 years gradually. You become sick. They carry you to hospital. They say what? They will diagnose. They won't say anything. On the bed there, I break your right hand. If they put POP, I break the second one. If they put POP, I break the third one. Now me go they fight you, oh Mumbai there, because people look when for you. They won't see who is fighting you, but and they won't fight you. And it's because you do obey what I say. And I will use for ten years to kill you. You be serious, pay no. He said, if it's that, Lord, I will obey. Uh-huh. So you obey. The Lord said you should go to Bible school. He went there. Uh, he said they will say I'm too old. God said I will tell them you are coming. I'm the one that sent you. Ah. Hello, everybody there. <laughs> he went there. When they saw him, they said yes, yes, yes. God have told us that you are coming. After the Bible school, God said, okay, you will now go to this church to pastor. He said, Lord, I'm too old. I'm already 65. To be a pastor, God said I'm the one calling you. Don't worry, I'll go ahead of you and speak to them. You'll be hearing voices, oh. So, he got to the church. Ah, they said, Baba, the Lord has shown us, shown you to us that you are our new pastor. You are welcome, sir. You know where he was talking? 
with a young man. The young man just came and said, sir, I'm very sorry, sir. I'm very sorry, sir. What I want to do, I'm very sorry. I'm very sorry. And just slap him. Wow! He said, why did you slap me? He said, something is telling me that if I don't slap you, I will die. After about two years in that church, he went to another church. One young man said, said, Daddy, Daddy, I'm very sorry. What I want to do, but if I don't do it, I must obey God. Wow! Why did you slap me? Something said, I must slap you. If I don't slap you, I won't get to heaven. He went to seven churches and they slapped him in all the seven churches. Hot slap. Sometimes they will slap him to the extent that he will lose his hearing. It was then he went to prayer and said, Lord, he went to this kind of camp. Lord, they are slapping me everywhere. Yeah, the Lord said, yes, so your slapping have just started. Now, in fact, when you are going to die, it is slap that will kill you. Lord, my sister, what did I do? He said, do you remember that person you slapped? He said, which one? He said, that small thing that you slapped. Did you remember what he said that day? That I should call you. It's because of what he said that I call you. Not that I need an old man like you. But it was what he said that I call you. He said, Lord, what will I do? The Lord said, go and trace him. If he forgives you and pray for you, the slapping will stop. But if he doesn't forgive you, stand up on your feet. Hallelujah. If you are clapping, clap unto the Lord. Hallelujah. We want to do about two things here. The first one is we want to make a repentance. If you listen to the message in the atmosphere of the Holy Spirit, I know the Spirit must have been ministering to you. Areas where you need to repent. There are some of you that you are standing now Christmas has just been done. You never minister to your pastor. Nothing is given to him. So I want you to close your eyes and say, Father, I'm sorry in every way by which I have sinned by not being, by, by not taking care of my pastor. Lord, I'm sorry. Let's quickly talk to God in prayers. Where you are standing, talk to God in prayers. Ask God to forgive you. Ask God to pardon you in any way, in any form that you know you have not been good to your pastor, you have not been faithful to your pastor, you have not been good to his family, let's repent, let's repent, let's repent, let's repent, let's ask God to have mercy on us and to forgive us, let's ask God to have mercy on us and forgive us, talk to God in prayers, talk to God in prayers, talk to God in prayers, in Jesus mighty name we pray, in Jesus mighty name we pray. When Oga shared his testimony, I saw that many of us started responding positively. You came here to give money. And he said something very, very fundamental. He said, go and do it to your pastor. Praise the Lord. Now, you have just heard about coming conference. The greatest service you can do for a pastor is to send a pastor to a conference, send a pastor to a Bible school, that coming conference is the conference is free. 
But they need the material. They need the books. And we believe that there are some of you here that you can just do the book 2000, the conference material 2000 Naira. That you can do that for a pastor and that pastor will be at the conference. Praise the Lord. 